everybody, this is Issa Cosette, and you are listening to Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we're so glad you're here. And this week we have another special guest, Miss Rosalind Famous. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so this is one of my soul sisters. We've had LaRonda, we've had Ashley, now we're graced and with your presence and what a blessing. Thank you, you know, and thank you for the invitation. This is a new journey for me, so I appreciate it, and I think it's a sign. So. Yeah, <laughs> for you, exactly, on your way, and we'll get there, get there. Tell the people a little bit about yourself, Rosalind. So, I was born in Bermuda. I currently live in Puerto Rico. I've been here for 21 years. I came here to do my master's in translation, the plan was to be here for two years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's now 21 years later. <laughs> so math was never my forte. Right. <laughs> I think about that now like, wow. <laughs> Why translation? Was that something? Well, that's that's a whole podcast in itself. But <laughs> to give you the, the short, the very short summary of it is that I became a translator because I wanted to be a spy. Okay. <laughs> so, as I said, that's a whole podcast. But um, I would say, in short, it really was encouraged by a teacher. Okay. Um, I was looking for uh, a new career. Uh, or not career. I was looking for what I should do next in my school studies. Right. And I didn't know, and I was hopping around from fashion design to psychology okay. to all this stuff. And and I was ignoring the fact that I was really good in Spanish. Mm. And then my teacher one day started talking about her experience as a translator for the DEA okay. and the FBI and how she would listen in on conversations and be able to like tap in. And I'm like... <gasps> That is exactly what I wanted to do. I'm like, I want to be a spy. Right. And from there, it was just nonstop. I'm like, I became um, laser focused on becoming a translator. Okay. And, and now here I am. In Bermuda, Bermuda is a very, at the time, was a very monolingual co country. Okay. Um, British. It's a British colony. Okay. Um, still to this day. To this day, it's still a British colony. Wow. Uh, so yeah, share that with Puerto Rico. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't have exposure to language except through my mom. Okay. My mom was raised by an uncle who used to visit the Dominican Republic often, and when he would come back, my mom's from Tortola. Okay. Yeah, so when he would come back from the Dominican Republic, from his fishing tips or whatever, uh -huh. he would always, you know, say some Spanish to her, and that, like, kept her interest in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And then, as a child, she would do the same thing to us at home. Yeah. So she would... <laughs> I mean, the, the things that she would tell us would be like, pick up the trash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Still>. <laughs> or like, shush. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but to me, that fascinated me. Like, whenever she switched to Spanish, I was just like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> like, I know she's telling me I need to do something, but mom, that's so fascinating. Awesome. So to me, and then my grandmother lived in New York. Okay. Right in Washington Heights. Okay. Uh, so that was like, it's like living mm -hmm. in, like, you know, walking and breathing Spanish right. all the time. So to me, it was just, languages just always fascinated me. Like, okay. it was just always fascinating. I didn't think I would do anything with it as a career. Mm -hmm. And in in high school, actually, th there comes a point in high, they tell you which track you want to do in high school in, in Bermuda. They, okay. they tell you. There's no, you don't get to choose. What? So they tell you right from the beginning, like, you're in this, this track and you're in this track. So I was in the French track. 
right from the beginning. Okay. And I know, like, well, no offense to my French teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to do Spanish, let's put it that way. Okay. And I was always like, well, oh, I'll do French, but uh, I, I never thought I was any, you know, I just thought I was average at it. Mm-hmm. So when the minute I could get a chance to come out of that, I, like the academic track, I was trying to go into the commercial track. Okay. Which was like um, office keeping and stuff like that mm-hmm. at that time. Where you t- learn how to type and manage offices. So I came out and I was like, oh, great, I don't have to do languages anymore. Right. <laughs> and then I got a note that from the principal, like, um, no, you need to get back into the language Ooh, class. So wow, they saw, I, I always say they saw something that I didn't see. Mm. And so, but I'm glad. Yeah, yeah that's so. a part of your journey because it's like, had, like, now that you have those bases with multiple languages and you would say in a country that was just, okay, monolingual. You know, you're breaking and shifting that mold and also walking your journey. So now, yeah. after you've studied and you've lived in Puerto Rico for so long, not only have you been in translation, but now you're a business owner. Yes. Lingo Vox. Yes. Tell Link- us a little bit more about that. Okay. So I I graduated from the UB, which is the University of Puerto Rico. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't see you. You all would have wanted to see that. So no. um, and um, while I was in school, I was put in an internship at a translation agency. Okay. When I graduated, instead of leaving, like I, I did the, t- in, the internship was supposed to be like I want to say like two hundred hours. Okay. And I did four hundred in one semester. That's how what? much I loved it. Like I'm wow. like. So I was there like. But that's time. good though, you know, because sometimes people like start studying things and you're like, I don't know, this isn't for me. So yeah. Like, que bueno, you know. Yeah. So, so you doubled I, hours. I doubled hours, and I've never like it's been. I was there with them for nineteen years. So yeah, <laughs> they, that was commitment. I wish. <laughs> I'm such a millennial in a way that I can't keep a job longer, stay places. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I feel like I've learned. And that's, but I admire that now, like, after I realize, like, girl, you got to sit still, you know? Well, I think it's, I think it's to be, and it's a little bit of segue, but I think, I mean, I look at my parents. My parents came for a generation where you got that job and that mm-hmm. you were in that job for basically for life. And yeah. that, that was, that's, that's my parents journey mm-hmm. here. I guess I'm, I'm more like Gen X. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Age. <laughs> so Gen X is, you know, we, you can, I think you kind of, not that you would jump around, mm-hmm. but when you see that your worth is not, being valued mm. then you jump around right or you move to the next thing so right. maybe that's my outlook at it mm-hmm. um or if you you know if you move when you see that there is something better and if it's substantially better something yeah. that was like that's really going to like change your life yeah i can't speak as as a millennial because i don't have that mindset mm-hmm. but um you know is it i think it's good depending on um how you are being treated. Okay. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. So if, if you're not being respected, I can understand. Like, you know, I, I, I could kind of admire that. Like, the minute you don't feel respected, like, move on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, from my point of view, you sort of kind of have to, not everything's going to be roses. Yeah. You know? So there are going to, you can't just be like, well, I don't like this, and then move on. And I don't want to stereotype. 
either. I'm not trying to do that. But um, sometimes we have to like hold ourselves accountable. Sometimes we have to realize like, okay, it's not just emotions. You have to think about longevity, your future. Yeah. Not just the instant moment feeling. And like, since we're like kind of like a microwave generation, we want everything fast and mm-hmm. instantaneously. Like, we don't consider the you know effect <laughs> later. But yeah, it happens. But I do, I'm saying, like, I admire that you were able to, one, you got all that experience, 19 yeah. years, and you're like, now it's my time. Right, you know? exactly. And so that's how Lingavox came up, is after 19 years, I just decided, okay, I'm, I'm ready to do this mm-hmm. on my own. And, and it just began. <laughs> just, it just, like, I mean, I had, I, I wouldn't say it just began. I, I, I had been thinking about it for many years. Okay. And, you know, and I thought, I said, okay, well, you know, I can do this. And, and then one day you just like, okay, this is, this. it gets to the, to the point where you are not growing anymore where you are. And you're like, without, you know, you respect where you've been, but it's time for you to grow and try something on your own. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So um, I always, I stand on the shoulders of the people who taught me right I you know it was not a bad um, relationship it was a very good relationship and I, I I give all the credit to what I know today mm-hmm. to where I was yeah with them for 19 years yeah. so now that you are your own business owner yeah you know, and you're of Lingo Rocks translation studio by the way you can find us on Lingo uh, Lingo Rocks translations at Instagram you can also find us at Facebook yes lingovoxtranslations.com and lingovoxtranslations at gmail.com if you need to call 787-800-9903 you hear that professional voice she's letting y'all know She's not playing games, no. But I do love how interactive your page is, how informative you are. And so with that knowledge that you required, how do you feel like you're growing now as this owner? Well, now it's it's a whole different learning. And now it's sort of kind of like on your own learning. So because you can learn all the the skills of translating, mm-hmm. but now running a business, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every day is an adventure for me. Every day, and that's the great thing of both being a translator, freelance translator, and being a business owner is that there's no two days that are alike. Mm-hmm. Never in, tra- in the 19 years, I've translated over a million words and whatever, and I can tell you none of them have been the same. Wow. Every day was a... Uh, uh, was an adventure in translation and now it's the same with with business every day I wake up I'm like okay okay what's the challenge today yeah what I gotta do today (laughs) you know and you put that to go listen boop boop boop, you check it off when you can yeah exactly so it's it's a whole you know it's and you've heard it all before probably from many other entrepreneurs is you know just um the staying focused um having those goals and sometimes you're like Oh, what did I get myself into? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, you know, I'm like, yes, I'm going to do that. And then you're like, am I? Am I going to do that? <laughs> are you right. crazy? <laughs> and then when you finish, you're like, I knew it. You see? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And then, my, and then my people say, oh, you, I'm glad you did it. I'm like, who? me too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, and what are some of your 2020 goals for Lingovox? What do you have for yourself and your business and expansion well this uh, and then it's a great thing i think um being a female entrepreneur i'm gonna kind of digress a little bit um you at least for me from a female point of view Mm -hmm. is um you sort of kind of 
this becomes your child, you know? Mm-hmm. So this this year I really sort of sat down and I said, you know, I am the mother of Lingavox. I don't have kids or anything, so I have lots of energy to put into Lingavox. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and when you take on that perspective, it's like, I think of my mom who was like a tiger mom, who is a tiger mom to this day. And I'm like, I have to be a tiger mom for Lingo Box, right? So we are gonna go, my goal is to take it very far. It has to be bigger than even, I can even imagine. Amen. Because I don't wanna limit myself. I don't wanna limit it. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna limit Lingo Box. Um, and there's, I feel in my skin that there's great things out there, but I, I have to step up to that challenge. So some of the things I want to do for Lingavox is I want to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You're speaking it to Yes. Now. <laughs> yes. Um, hopefully by the time this comes out, your podcast will always be a Yes. It's gonna, you know what? Not hopefully. Yes, it's gonna, it even if it's messy, I'm just going to do it. I did it. I recorded it. Yeah. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> because if you don't do that, you'll right. never get started. You'll always be scared. Yeah. You'll always find a reason. And I'm happy that I just, you know, figured out what works for me. Exactly. And and it's like, I always say it's like the first pancake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like the first pancake. Whenever you make pancakes, no matter, you can have the best recipe and whatever. But whatever you do, that first pancake mm. never comes out right. Like, it's always either the pan's too cold yeah. or you put too much on or whatever. So, But once you get past that first pancake, yeah. then all the stack is beautiful. Mm. So that's how I look at new challenges. It's yeah. like the first, you just got to do the first pancake. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> It's all part of the journey. It's all part of the journey. So speaking of journeys, going back to um, the goals for 2020, first I would like to just give a little bit of acknowledgement to what we've done in 2019. Because mm-hmm. um, we began, we literally began like one week, no, two weeks before the hurricane. Yeah. I'm one of those hurricane stories, right? <laughs> so I, I launched two weeks before the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And then the hurricane, then I was in Hurricane Irma in Tortola. It was an, that was an interesting time as a business owner because now I'm like, I'm on my own Mm -hmm. and I'm really flying on my, like, I don't even have any, like a backup. So, and I have people that in my mind, I'm like, I have people that I want to feed, Mm. you know, because my job is to give work to other people. Exactly. So I'm like, I got to help my friends, you know? So I was out there knocking on doors and like leaving handwritten letters. I'm like, you know, like, I know you're out there if you need help. So (laughs) it was the the beginning of the hustle started right right at that hurricane. Um, But then 2018 was basically our start year. Okay. And I can say that 2019, I'm, thankful because we've doubled sales hey. yeah and i'm just like so i was like oh my god it's been an amazing thing so now that i can see the p- things that i didn't think we can reach by 2019 now i'm like okay the work you know we have yeah. to do we have to get out there like we have a big potential so in 2020 i wanted to be as big as everybody says it's gonna be <laughs> um so i want to do the podcast I want to begin a school. Yes. Start a school. Okay. An interpreting school because there's no interpreting school here in in Puerto Rico. We have translation. Okay. But not interpreting. Tell the people the difference. You did a video about like, Uh. you know, for those who didn't get to see. Yeah. So a real quick lesson. This is the basic lesson. and, and, And once you learn this lesson, you will impress any professional translator out there. So just keep this note. Mm -hmm. 
there's a difference between a translator and an interpreter. And it's very simple. A translator does all the writing. So they translate all the documents, the websites, the press releases, social media. Anything that is written word is the profession of a translator. Interpreters do oral work. So when you see them at the beauty pageants, when you see them at the UN, mm -hmm. when you see them in court, those are interpreters. Right. And if you go, if you want to impress an, a translator or an interpreter, you let them know like, oh, I know, thank you. I know the difference between a translator <laughs> and an interpreter. That makes, that makes us so happy because <laughs> it's one of our pet peeves when people mix up the, yeah, the names. So. Exactly. I don't think, <laughs> until, until you put the video, I'm like, I don't think I've ever realized or pointed out the difference. So shout out to you with the tips and the facts and, you know, being open to share. Well, that's, well, that's one of the things I want to do is do more um social media i want mm -hmm. i want to do things with translation that's never been done before let's get it so we're translators and interpreters we're sort of kind of like a a secret society we're, <laughs> we're like one of the the least publicized professions mm, out there. the most needed like everyone needs some type of yeah yeah and it's and but for some reason marketing and translating and interpreting is it's 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 only becoming something now. Okay. So I want to I want to be I want to do what other people won't do. Okay. Right. So I'm I'm trying to. Miss risk taker. Yes. Miss well, it, well, that's a lot of words. We've got to see the action first. I mean, I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't lie. I've been saying a lot of stuff, but I, I haven't been following up. But 2020, we've got to do more videos um, just so that it becomes more visible. Okay. Because, because part of our profession is that we have to be so invisible mm. that nobody can know what has been translated or what you know that we okay. work in the background so we've taken that writers. right yeah we've taken that on into like our dna okay right so people mm -hmm. are very quiet about you know a lot of tra freelance tra translators stay very low-key and are not advertising mm. and as a result then people think that you know when they see things such as google translate that that has been the most amazing yeah incredible <laughs> thing and i'm like we've been around for centuries yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah so my my goal is to like take us out of the closet and like break us free and just just sort of be like it's okay let's yeah. be visible it's okay for people to know i'm a translator and exactly. separate and that i did that work exactly you know <laughs> exactly and just you know just you know documenting your journey and, and inspiring other people for example like I think I think it was when I met you and that, that I realized there was a translation and a master's and I was just like, what? You know? <laughs> and then I'm like, dang. And now that I finished, I was like, I should have just done the master's in that. And then my PhD literature, <laughs> like, what in the crazy? But like, you know, that's not my journey. But I do admire that you're so committed that you've been able to it seems to be able to be fruitful and learn and appreciative and open the doors, not only just for yourself, but others. Right? Yes. And I think that's really important because, you know, people get established and they're like, I'm me, I'm good. That's all that matters. But you're making sure that you're sowing the seeds in others and yeah. others. And I'm like, okay. Like, I've even seen, like, some classmates, like, interning with you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that's crazy. I know what I'm saying. You know? Well, so that's amazing. When I, well, this is just a small story. When I was, when I began my journey into translation, so... I went to um, a school in D.C., okay. uh, Georgetown University, yeah. and they, were, they had a very good translation program. So I was 19 when I went there because okay. I, I graduated 
from high school early, okay. and in Bermuda we graduate even earlier than than our U.S. counterparts. Okay. So when I started, by the time I was in my junior year, I was already nineteen. Wow. So, um, so I went to the office of the translation department mm -hmm. and I wanted to sort of get guidance of like okay what do I need to do mm -hmm. to become a translator mm -hmm. and um, I will never forget the conversation the the gentleman that was there he was like what is you know he's he realized that I just had like a monolingual monolingual background okay. I didn't grow up bilingual with other languages so I was still learning right and he was like um, you're not going to be an interpreter <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, he's like, you can't, you know, he, the odds are that mm. it's, it's very stacked against you, which I could understand now. Mm -hmm. But at 19, I was just like, how dare you? Right. I'm like, what? Nobody's ever told me I can't do anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? Well, they have my mom. <laughs> mom. Right. You're listening. You. <laughs> I promise. I promise. But, but no, but the fact that, that I was never told mm. academically that I couldn't do something, I would mm. say. Yeah. So I was, you know, in a bit, I was a little bit disheartened. Mm -hmm. And but I but at that time I still was young, so I had a lot of gumption. I'm like, well, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Exactly. <laughs> right? I'm like, there's no way you can tell me I can't you can find that man now and be like, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Here's my card. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for up. your encouraging conversation. No. Um, so so by that on that same token, that's why I try always to even to anybody to at least say you can at least try like yeah. don't feel like you can because yeah. I don't know yeah. you know like it, it I've had to work a little bit harder because I was not I didn't grow up bilingual or anything like that right. and I still make mistakes but it, it's not impossible right <laughs> you know when exactly. I think of that I'm like look where I am now I'm like exactly. I have a company so I that I try my best to at least get people and I think it's good I do also do the internships because I want people to know that like listen we can you know, there's language. Your language skills can make you money. Exactly. You know, because a lot of people kind of underlook, underestimate that, and think, yeah. oh, you know, well, you could be a teacher, and that's it. But mm -hmm. no, there's so many exciting things you can be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, new languages. Exactly. You know, and you can, and it's so flexible that you could, it takes you anywhere around the world. Yeah. Like you can end up in anything. And you've been all over the place. <laughs> you got a song to share with us today? Yes. I do. In my current uh, personal life, I guess, um, it resonates a lot. Okay. Um, and I think it's, it's, we're going a little bit off track from translation, but um, I think sometimes as a woman and as a black woman, like, we don't get a lot of chance to be in our feelings mm. as such mm -hmm. or to, like, really be vulnerable and or or not share that with other people yeah um and then as a woman sometimes we we lose our we lose ourselves trying I'm, I'm trying not to sound like oprah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love oprah that's my girl but um let me just uh so the so Sometimes it's the, the the journey of recapturing of who we are. Mm -hmm. Like we lose our essence in in the in the messy things of right. life. Like we, we we lose who that person is. Yeah. The song that um, have chosen for this episode is called "She Used to Be Mine," and it's by Sarah Bareilles.
And I think it it speaks to the fact of how um, we've lost, we lose our essence and who we are. Mm -hmm. And a way of saying that we want it back. But um, so she used to be mine. It's not simple to say. Most days I don't recognize me. That these shoes and this apron, that place and its patrons have taken more than I gave them. It's not easy to know I'm not anything like I used to be. Although it's true, I was never attention's sweet center. I still remember that girl. She's imperfect, but she tries. She is good, but she lies. She is hard on herself. She is broken and won't ask for help. She is messy, but she is kind. She's lonely most of the time. She is all of this mixed up and baked in a beautiful pie. She is gone, but she used to be mine. It's not what I asked for. Sometimes life just slips in through a back door and carves out a person who makes you believe it's all true. And now I've got you. You're not what I asked for. If I'm honest, I know. I would give it all back for a chance to start over and rewrite an ending or two for that girl that I knew who will be reckless just enough, who will get hurt, but who learns how to toughen up when she's bruised and she gets used by a man who can't love and then she'll get stuck and be scared for the life that's inside her, growing stronger each day till it finally reminds her to fight just a little, to bring back the fire in her eyes that's been gone but used to be mine. She is messy, but she is kind. She is lonely most of the time. She is all of this mixed up and baked in a beautiful pie. She is gone, but she used to be mine. Mm. And that's the one I chose. And that's the one. <laughs> We're hard on ourselves that sometimes we don't ask for our help. You know, sometimes we feel lonely because we have to do so much. And like you said, you are your mother and like of your business. You have to take care. Like you're a mother of your mother in a way too because like now they're getting older. Yeah. And you have to be able to switch roles a little bit. But, you know, still all of what you were and what you used to be are still what pushes you. Right? Yeah. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to listen to this song. Well, it, 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 uh, bring out this Kleenex because every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's, her gravity song does that to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, I'll get myself in the feelings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how are you on your way, Rosalind? Um, right now I'm on my way by trying to locate where I am, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, trying to see where I am in this world. Mm -hmm. I, right now I'm, I'm sort of kind of just in a self-reflective mode okay. in this stage right now. Um, I'm trying to use this, this period, um, between now and 2020 to sort of like, just think of slow down mm -hmm. and figure out who I am, mm -hmm. what I've done, what needs to be done. It's sort of the whole, you know, resolution thing. Yeah. And learning to trust myself. Yeah. I guess. And to know that 
I've said, you know, I have lots of ideas, but to know that my ideas are actually good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> actually good. Um, this was a tough question when you sent it to me. I didn't know how to answer it. I thought I would figure it out. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to crack the code <laughs> over the weekend. But I didn't. <laughs> um, always grow. Like, for example, one day I may feel super dedicated. The next day I just want, I'm on my way by being still. Like you said, you know, we're all changing and growing you yeah. know and i think that's why this question is one of those like whoa where yeah. am i like well, you know where am i what way what way i don't know where am i <laughs> <laughs> that's literally people are like what do you mean like, well, way, where? Like, <laughs> my way to where uh, <laughs> to the buffet right <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> no i mean it's 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 a hard question to answer i don't know like it's just figuring out like it's just basically every day you wake up and you're just like, okay, I'm going to break this puzzle mm-hmm. how or figure out how to, to get this puzzle done, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe, it, I don't know if we should be more reflective, but every day is sort of kind of like, okay, now what I have to figure out. Exactly. You know? So I'm just kind, kind of like chunking my weight. Yeah. <laughs> like chipping my weight. Exactly. It's not a beautiful journey. It's like, how but, do I get there? But <laughs> each layer that you break down, you find a new treasure, you realize, you know, another... <clears throat> gift or skill or talent or another person you connect with and like once again that's what I admire about what I see about you and like being able to not only just be active in the different communities but also educating yourself and like you're going to different forums and different meetings and I think you know for example in my situation I would always look for excuses of why I can't do things or mm-hmm. you know and I feel like I'm, once again, I'm on the outside looking in, so hopefully I'm encouraging you, you know? But, yeah. like, it seems like you don't really make excuses. You find a way to be there or, like, make something shake, and that is moving you to, and opening be- bigger doors, not only for yourself, but for your business. And, like, other people who watch you are like, yo, if she can do what I can do, too, you know? Not only here, but back home yeah. and internationally. And, like, thinking about your podcast and your YouTube or your website or wherever you want to expand yourself to, uh, just letting your light shine. Yeah. Continue to be on your way. Continue to be used and the studio the translation everything that you have on your mind will blow your mind like you said bigger than you imagine bigger than i imagine yeah i just um i i guess learning and entrepreneurial stuff the entrepreneurial blood bug has been it like it's part of our family like if you look at our family life everyone's always trying to sell something we're trying to do something (laughs) (laughs) and make a hustle (laughs) but um i think uh it's it's i don't know it just i think you feel you wouldn't you you'll get stagnant if you don't continue to learn and perhaps uh because i'm single and i don't have a kid or any kids which is uh, you know fine Mm -hmm. but um I think that that gives, you know, there is, like you said, there is no excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have the excuse to be, like, at home. Like, yeah. if, like okay, I, I, I have this energy. <laughs> like, I, I have I the energy to. To, to to get out there and meet people. And I love meet, meeting people and networking. Um, and, yeah, learning is a thing that you have to do every day. True. Um I don't sound like Oprah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I, I was. I was. I had imagined that I would sound like Oprah at the end of this podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> you'll look back and let us simmer. Let us simmer. You'll be like, y'all was dropping gems on that. I know how I'm on program for my my podcast. Y'all can come tune in. <laughs> but yeah, no, I um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I just 
go with my energy. Away. Yeah, just my energy takes me to whatever. If I see something that I like, I'm like, okay, let's go for it. Let's see yeah. what it's like. And Why be curi- curiosity. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what's happening. Yeah. Curiosity the kills the cat and curiosity gets you going. I don't know. That's not, no, sorry, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is the base. Yeah. And thank you so much. Um, once again, tell the people where they can connect with you, follow the information about Lingua Vlog, shout it out one more time. Yes. Yeah, so if you would like to work with the premium translation agency in Puerto Rico that deals with 10 languages from Spanish, Portuguese, French, German, Polish, Czech, Russian, um, sign language, you can reach me at 787-800-9903. You can also reach me at lingovoxtranslations at gmail.com. And you can find us on social media, on Instagram at Lingovox Translations, or on Facebook at Lingovox. The key word is Lingovox. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is Isa's Way. Y'all be blessed.